Welcome back to the Smooth Kitty Podcast. If you guys are new, my name is Abby. I live in Idaho and I am a licensed esthetician and a licensed instructor. And I currently work at a esthetician school. Super cool, you guys. I get to learn so much and I'm so excited to be able to learn alongside with you guys and teach you guys more about skincare and the skin and how to help you figure out what skin type you are. So I do have my dogs in here with me and they're chewing their bones. So you might just hear them gnawing in the background. So just so you know that that's what the noise is. Um, also, I do have two German short-haired pointers. One is almost two. His birthday is July 28th. And then... Oh, what is that on her? What is that, Sadie? Um, and then I have a another... She's a girl. Her name's Sadie. And she'll be one April 26th. So she's still a little puppy. Um, so they're so cute, but they're so much energy, you guys. If you guys literally want a German short-haired pointer, think about it. Because if you're not an outdoorsy person, don't do it. <laughs> and they have made me go outside quite a lot so which isn't a bad thing because I've gotten more vitamin d (laughs) but it's just they're cray cray um okay so today I wanted to go over sunscreen um I feel like it's a pretty um easy topic to understand but I would like to go over what it is why we need to do it um, the science, again, of sunscreen, different protections, um, the different sunscreen formats, and a little, again, cheat sheet at the end for dry, oily, and sensitive skin types. Maybe it is a little bit shorter, but that's okay. We like, we just like to listen, okay? We like to learn. Edumacation, right? Edumacation. Okay. So the sun is the main cause of aging. It has a long history of association with early wrinkling, texture changes, a leathery appearance, pigmentation, and DNA deterioration. However, the majority of us desire a golden glow tan. The sunscreen's unattractive formula, which is like gooey, white, thick, greasy, tacky, and even with the brand's distinctive scent, does not help. But you guys, let me recommend a sunscreen that I love. Um, Tizo, I definitely have uh, recently learned about them. They do not have any of those awful formula ingredients. You know, the gooey, white, thick, greasy, tacky, and even like the scent like, it doesn't have a scent. Like, Tizo is really good. T-I-Z-O. And then Glymed Plus, the photo aging one. It literally smells a, like a tropical island. It smells wonderful. The only thing that I don't like about it is the fact that it rolls a little bit if you rub it too much into the skin. That's why I, like, pat it into the skin, which should be what you should do anyways. But, again... Continuing on, that's um, just a recommendation. I love those two. Those are my favorite sun protection products. 
Long-term, better sunscreen practices result in better skin. It truly is the anti-ager. I adore sunblock, but you need to decide what is best for your skin type and yourself, okay? Why sunscreen? It is to safeguard against skin cancer. The one skincare step even the laziest of people should take is applying sunscreen. Even more than cleansing and moisturizing, you guys. Defend your skin from the sun's rays. So, the sun emits two UV rays responsible for skin damage. Keep in mind that the sun is a massive nuclear power plant that produces energy over a wide range of wavelengths, including visible light, infrared, and ultraviolet. The main radiation of the three types that damages skin and speeds up aging is the UV radiation, the ultraviolet radiation. There are three different UV rays that are produced by the sun, and here what they are in the descriptions of what they are. We have UVC, which is the shortest wavelength. It gets filtered out by the atmosphere, so you don't even feel it. But I should mention it because it is part of the UV radiation. Then we have UVB, which is the burning rays, the mid-length wavelength. UVB actually makes up 5% of the rays that gets to our skin. Because of the shorter wavelength, it can only penetrate the epidermis. UVB is responsible for sunburns and is the main culprit to skin cancer. Then we have UVA. This is the longest wavelength. This is known as the aging ray and makes up 95% of the UV that reaches the skin. This UV light can reach all the way down to the dermis and is responsible for causing fine lines and wrinkles, collagen, and elastin loss. The leading cause of skin cancer is too much sun exposure so have it in moderation i mean obviously you don't want too little because then you're going to have like a vitamin d deficiency but if you have too much you're uh, it's more likely that you'll have skin cancer so the primary cause of sunburn and eventually skin cancer is uvb rays because of its short wavelength it has enough energy to directly harm the dna and skin cells in your body this is why your risk of developing melanoma doubles if you burn yourself more than five times. In addition to causing direct damage, UVB and UVA can also harm by encouraging the protect, sorry, the production of free radicals. Free radicals are reactive molecules that attack your own skin cells, proteins, and even DNA without discrimination, resulting in long-term damage. Too much sun is the number one external factor for premature aging. Sun exposure is a major cause of skin aging in addition to the risk of developing skin cancer. Everything that you don't want is brought on by UV damage, including sagging, dullness, wrinkles, thickens that resembles like leathery skin, hyperpigmentation, rough texture, and more. Our own fibroblasts are activated as an inflammatory response to the skin damage caused by the sun and they will begin to break down your collagen. Your skin will also thicken as an additional defense mechanism. Hyperpigmentation appears as a result of an excess production of melanin, and wrinkles appear as a result of long-term damage. The fact that your skin is protecting itself from sun damage is evident even in that golden, healthy tan. 
Due to its importance in contributing to early skin aging, UV damage has a name all on its own, which is photo aging. In the long run, using a sunscreen will save you a lot of money on products and procedures and is a crucial component of a healthy routine. Sunscreen is regarded as the best anti-aging product because of this. So let's look behind the science of um, sunscreen. Instead of your skin having to absorb harmful UVA and UVB rays, sunscreen reacts with your skin by doing so. While many people think that sunscreen physically shields the skin from the sun, in reality, it usually absorbs the UV rays and releases the resulting insignificant amount of energy as heat. It's crucial to keep in mind that the FDA closely monitors and regulates sunscreens because they shield you from skin cancer. In fact, the drug facts section on sunscreen labels is there so you won't have to wade through a sea of ingredients to find the active ingredients as you would with other products. When looking for a sunscreen, make sure to look for UVB protection, UVA protection, and the texture. UVB protection, let's talk about this. The SPF scale is not linear. The idea that an SPF 30 sunscreen must provide twice as much protection as an SPF 15 sunscreen may be alluring, but this is not how it works. About 93% of the sun's rays are blocked by SPF 15, while 96% are blocked by SPF 30. Not twice as much as the defense. Don't buy SPF 100 because it has more protection. That is misleading. Also, I did learn that SPF 50 um, protects about 97% of the skin. So there's only one difference between SPF 30 and SPF 50. Sorry, 1%, yeah. UVA protection. SPF only addresses the UVB portion of the rays, which are the primary causes of photoaging, even though they don't burn the skin, but rather penetrate deeper into the skin. To ensure that your sunscreen has been tested for UVA protection, look for the term broad spectrum on the label. Texture is king. Sunscreens frequently leave you feeling greasy and heavy while having like a white cast finish that makes you look mime worthy. We don't like that. Despite its advantages, sunscreen is a difficult product to use. So I want to stress how important texture is. So here are the different options of sunscreen that you could potentially look into. We have powder. It is convenient, especially for makeup users, but getting an even coverage is a challenge. We have the balm or stick. It is compact and travel friendly. Tinted. It can be great for two-in-one makeup days. I honestly have, um, I have, what is it, swapped my tinted, or sorry, my, 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 my foundation for my tinted sunscreen. I use tinted sunscreen as my foundation just because, like, I'm not a huge makeup wearer, just besides, like, brows have to be done, my eyelashes have to be done. But then other than that, I don't like to wear foundation just because I think tinted sunscreen can be just as beneficial as a foundation. Then we have the conventional cream or fluid. It is a staple. The spray, convenient, easy to reapply, but can be drying. And then we have sunscreen oil. 
Are you looking for that sun-kissed look? Packaging tends to be leaky though. So if you want that sun-kissed look, look for that sunscreen oil. Because that oil will help bring that hyperpigmentation and that quote-unquote tan. But I would recommend looking at the seven sunscreen formats to choose from. We have those lotions or fluids. Textures will vary but are known as the bread and butter. Oils are great for beach days or for that nice glow, but it's not great for travel. You will get oil stains. We have sprays, easy to reapply and are a nice film on the skin. Powders, not product of choice, but again, good for makeup users. Sticks are travel friendly and can get quite greasy. Then we have hybrid moisturizers, best for those lazy people. So their moisturizers will contain the SPF, like broad spectrum. I would definitely recommend um, having a separate product of both moisturizers and sunscreens, just because when you have a SPF in your moisturizer, um, the SPF is not going to be as uh, pronounced as those other ingredients for your moisturizers. Okay, so let's talk about the difference of chemical and mineral sunscreen. Chemical absorbs and neutralizes. They normally have better texture and don't often leave a white cast. Mineral is like mirror to the rays. The rays hit the body part and is mirrored off or bounces off, tends to leave a white cast. And like promised, I'm going to do like a little cheat sheet for you guys. Uh, for oily skin, I highly recommend doing a chemical sunscreen. They work with thinner texture. Dry skin, thicker chemical sunscreens without a ton of alcohol. Again, we don't want to dry out the skin and avoid matte sunscreens. Sensitive, please refrain from fragrance and you want to get that fragrance-free mineral sunscreen. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast and go follow me on Instagram at the underscore smooth kitty to gain more education about skin, skincare, and content on waxing. If you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out. See you next time.